Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Well, first of all, a happy and healthy and prosperous new year to all. We'll start with wheat, where the headlines this week, well, the market's on the defensive into the USDA January data dump. South American weather is the focus and the US winter wheat crop conditions. As we've come to expect, the USDA's January report did not provide the market with any real clarity. December, the first US stocks of wheat and maize were close to expectations. The US winter wheat area was slightly above the analyst average estimates and one million acres above last year, which appeared to contradict recent data released by the USDA's risk management agency, RMA, who are responsible for crop insurance, which indicated a one million acre decline. Wheat production in Argentina was increased to 500k and left unchanged in Australia, which was less than the trade had anticipated. Russian exports were reduced by 1 million metric tonnes to 35, which is still 2 to 3 million metric tonnes too high, based on shipments to date and an 8 million tonne quota 15th of February to June. They increased EU exports by 500k to 37.5 million tonnes, which would mean January to June exports of around 21.5 million tonnes, which is unlikely to say the very least. The question is, if the EU and Russia can't supply it, who can? The US dropped their wheat export number 400k, Australian logistics are maxed out, Argentina is again suffering from low water on the Paraná River due to a drought, and they have a quota of 12.5 million metric tonnes, which the USDA saw fit to leave at 13.5. Ukrainian wheat exports are already ahead of their annual target and they have now switched to what looks like a massive maize export programme. So, unless demand falls off a cliff, and there's little sign of that judging by the volume of import tenders launched since the start of this calendar year, the numbers do not add up. Attention will now turn back to weather. Argentina, Brazil and Paraguay have been experiencing varying degrees of drought. Argentina and Paraguay appear worst affected, with crops pollinating in 100-plus degree heat, whilst Brazil has rain in the north and heat and drought in the south. Brazil's early maize crop is already being marked down by 4 to 5 million metric tonnes by some private forecasters, which will take them out of the export market until July, when they know how the safrina crop has performed, remembering that La Nina is still in play. Unsurprisingly, the USDA took their usual small steps approach, dropping the Brazilian crop by 3 million metric tonnes and Argentina by 500k. The market appears to want to trade the promise of rains in the forecast rather than damage that may already have been done and any rain received will need to be accompanied by cooling temperatures for them to make a difference. The USDA increased the Ukrainian maize crop by 2 million metric tonnes to 42 when the Ukrainians themselves only reported a bunker weight before drying and losses of 40.5 million metric tonnes. It appears the USDA are selective about what or whom they believe, which is interesting when you consider they appear to adopt Chinese data without questions. The US winter wheat crop is moisture deficient and has endured a torrid time recently due to hurricane force winds. The longer term forecast does not bode well for crop development, with crop conditions already well down on last year. The market is sensitive to fund money flows with inflation and interest rates out on the table, energy price volatility with Brent crude close to $85 a barrel and geopolitical tensions simmering close to the surface. 
In the meantime, we all hope that the Omicron virus is something we can learn to live with so that we can return to some sense of normality. On to malting barley. Old crop prices have levelled off and France plants half of its spring malting barley. Firstly, on the 2021 crop, old malting barley prices have levelled off and fallen in some areas as maltsters are covered for February and March, with demand moving to April, May and June. Despite this, prices and premiums are still at record high levels. Open fields still have some space left on spot export sales. Unfortunately, there are issues with malting barley losing condition on farm, meaning high moisture, over 14.5%, infestations and loss of germination. To avoid rejection, loss of premium and replacement costs, growers are urged to check the quality of malting barley before it is collected. And for new crop 22, France plants half of its spring malting barley in November and December, so it is an early seller. Denmark has also been selling new crop because even though the forward prices are much lower than old crop, they are at historical high values compared to previous forward prices at these stages. Openfield has many forward contract opportunities for the domestic and export market which capture this good forward value, so please talk to us about new crop malting barley. On to oilseed rape and this week's headlines. The markets are easing after New Year gains. USDA forecasts an all-time high for the US crop 2021 and China's expected to increase their soybean output sharply. Following some early gains for the markets in the new year, this week we've seen prices easing back. By midweek, the market continued to drift lower following Matif weakness, which wasn't helped by an absence of buyers who were waiting for direction from new USDA figures. By Thursday, markets looked to weaken further following overnight pressure from Chicago, which focused on the USDA's report, which forecast an all-time high for US production in 2021. There have also been market concerns over oilseed rate pricing once February Matif goes off the board and switches to May, which is currently priced at a €51 discount. In the EU this week, rape oil was offered between $10 and $25 a tonne lower due to ongoing technical sales in rape seed futures and palm oil on the European vegetable oils market was offered firmer midweek due to the dip in the dollar, which outweighed profit-taking in Malaysian palm oil futures. Further afield, the dry conditions affecting crops in Argentina's main agricultural region since mid-December could extend into mid-March, causing significant losses for corn and soybeans in 2021-22, according to the Buenos Aires Grain Exchange. Meanwhile, China said it would raise domestic soybean output sharply in the next four years in a drive to boost self-sufficiency in supply of the oilseed, setting a goal to produce about 23 million tonnes of soybeans by the end of 2025, up 40% from current output levels of 16.4 million tonnes. For up-to-date prices and information about marketing opportunities, please speak with your local open field farm business manager. And finally, the Grain and Pulses price indicator for feed wheat starting in February, 205 to 215 pounds, and May, 210 to 220. Feed barley for February, 195 to 205. For May, 198 to 208. And oilseed rape for February, 593 to 596. And for August, 458 to 461. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.